Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. It's Friday morning, the 20th of January, and on every Friday on this show, it's my great pleasure to introduce Senator Susan McDonald for the first time in 2023. Senator, good morning. Thank you so much for being with us. Happy New Year. Uh, well rested, but lots to be done in 2023. Uh, Happy New Year to you too, Ben, and to everybody who's listening. It's, uh, yeah, it's another year. It's um, it's, it's got uh, plenty of plenty of good things in store for us, I think. Yeah, it certainly has, and and it's a um. It, it's a really special and important time in 2023, and 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 for lots of reasons. I, I will start with some sad news, though. Earlier this week, uh, the LNP lost one of the real stalwarts of their party, Senator Jim Mullen, um, a, a warrior, um, and a huge loss to not only the political landscape but the community as well. That is exactly right. Jim has served Australia for his entire lifetime um, in the defence forces and uh, more recently as a senator. Uh, he's, you know, a terrific person. Um, he brought a lifetime of experience and uh, skills, um, but he was a very warm person. He always made time to stop and uh, and, and talk. Um, he was very generous in what he would share, his, his knowledge, um, but mostly he just cared about Australia. He was a, um, a great patriot and... You know, I will miss having him in the Senate, uh, and I'm I'm very sad, uh, not just for us, but also for you know Jim's family. So you know, we'll, the the funeral will be on in Canberra on um, Wednesday of next week, and so I'll look forward to you know going down and, and being with everybody and sharing sharing a few stories and uh, raising a glass to Jim. You know, uh, people have had a huge impact when both sides of the political landscape come forth and speak so glowingly. And, you know, that is what's happened. And our thoughts are to the family. I know Aaron, his daughter, well, um, and our thoughts are to everybody who uh, has been affected. Terribly, terribly sad. Um, and so, you know, he, he did a lot. And a lot of people could take what he bought and his legacy and what he served and, and, and the sacrifice that he made and, and gave back and take a, a long, hard look at it. Um, Senator... This huge rain, huge rain in the Kimberleys, in the Territory and through there and some of the devastation that's taking on up there. And, I mean, as one of your tickets, um, you know Northern Australia better than anybody. This is, you know, a wet season isn't uncommon, but this is like verging on tragedy in some parts of the areas. Well, you know, we know in North Queensland that we went through this uh, only a few years ago in 2019, and that was devastating. You know, they estimate about half a million head of uh, cattle lost, um, a lot of native wildlife, and of course, our families, Queensland families who were devastated by the impact. This is not dissimilar. And uh, what's happened in the Kimberley, the, um, the impact on infrastructure, on roads and bridges, uh, is just you know, I don't know that the South has really even heard about the floods, but it is going to take years for um, that part of the world to recover, to rebuild important roads uh, and the supply chains, you know, not not just getting uh, food and, and parts and fuel and uh, things into the North, but also, you know, getting livestock and uh, uh, and other things out. And, and it is, you know, this is a huge impact not really been talked about, but we really need to focus on how we rebuild that part of Australia. It's an important part of the country, 
and the floods have been devastating. There, there are properties who will have lost um, all of their lives. So um, the, the river got up to 50 kilometres wide in places. I think in Queensland it was something like 70. Uh, these are the sorts of, um, you know, kind of hard to imagine uh, impacts that these big lows, you know, ex-cyclones that come through and drop a lot of rain uh, that they have. So, you know, it's, it's a serious time. Um, I, I know that what happened in North Queensland uh, when the Prime Minister of the day, Scott Morrison, you know, he flew in immediately and uh, and came back twice afterwards into Clontarry and Julia Creek because he understood the economic importance of the North. And uh, and so I, I hope that, um, that Albo watched and learned and that he will roll out the same sort of support and recovery program uh, for Northern Western Australia. It's a valid point because they were very critical of him as well, the, the Prime Minister at the time, Scott Morrison, for what he hadn't done, uh, the woke as such. But I can tell you um, Anthony Albanese needs to look at it. He has been caught out this week, Anthony Albanese, and it's interesting. Ben Fordham made it very clear that he hadn't been seeking uh, the correct procedures through uh, changing some things that are detrimental to our country. Now, I have to say this. What what is good for the LNP and the the LNP in the last few years and having to be held accountable has to be the same on the other side of the fence. Well, it absolutely does, Ben. I I, I you know it it drives me mad that uh, there's a different standard for different people, uh, uh, according to some. But this is that the impacts on Australia. Um, the job of a government is to look after the people of Australia to make sure that they are secure um, in, for, for defence. They have good uh, services, health and education, uh, infrastructure, and the future prosperity of the country is assured. Um, in just the last uh, year since Labor was elected, they have made some fundamental changes to the Australian economy that I don't believe they really understand how how deep and, uh, and consequential those impacts are. Particularly, if I could just talk about the the coal and gas sector, the changes that have been made to the uh, economic landscape for those two industries uh, will impact uh, the well-paid jobs of regional Australians. So, talk us through it, Senator. Just talk exactly in layman's terms that what they are proposing and the changes that we'll have. And and to people listening, your communities are at risk. That's the, the long and the short of it. That, that's exactly right, Ben. So last year, as electricity prices were were increasing rapidly, uh, the the Labor government said, "Well, we have to do something about this." And almost overnight, with almost no consultation, uh, they selected what they believe was the best solution, but which will have dire and devastating impacts for Australia. Uh, when they tried to do price caps on on gas in other countries around the world. It devastated those industries. It destroyed jobs. And finally, the governments had to incentivise companies to come back and extract gas to keep those countries going. It happened in the US. Uh, it happened in Argentina. And when Australia introduced the same legislation last December, overnight, with no consultation, uh, without even letting us see the, the legislation um, before we had to get to Parliament, uh, the, um, this was described by, by financial analysts and economic uh, pundits as being the worst legislation in the world in the last 20 years. 
you know, just a, a really shocking description. We're already seeing it. We're seeing gas shortages. We're seeing such uncertainty in the market that gas suppliers are not able to sign contracts. And, uh, and the latest stuff that's come out from the ACCC, the guidelines this week, means that if gas companies sign a contract with a, a, um, a customer, if the customer doesn't take uh, all or even any of the gas under these new mandatory code arrangements, the gas company has no choice but to, to cop that. They have to um, sterilise the gas supply. They have to put it aside for somebody who may not even take it. Uh, and there is no uh, recompense or, or supply. I mean, this is basic business practices that Labor doesn't understand, but this is the, the real rub then, the well-paid jobs in Western Queensland, uh, in Brisbane, in Gladstone, uh, these are all under threat, and we yeah. already know that there are projects that aren't going ahead. So this is this is a government that doesn't believe in the regions. It's a big thing, isn't it? It's a massive thing. They have to commit to these and to their long-term security of these regional towns. It just can't all happen out of the metro. Well, it can't. It absolutely can't. So when we have blackouts, when we have energy shortages later this year, uh, we know exactly who to thank for it. And it is this uh, inexperienced uh, government that that is basically socialist. They don't understand uh, the basic way markets work and how you attract investment dollars into Australia and the people who bear the brunt and and cop it in the neck is first it'll be regional Australians uh, and the well-paid jobs and the investment dollars that have been flowing into those communities. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think it is. I think it is wrong and... Um, you know, uh, I'm really, really worried, Ben. But anyway, we will continue to work hard to to try and point this out to Labor say You've got to pull back. This is, you know, you you've rushed us over the edge of the cliff, and um, there is no no coming back for some families for a generation. You're dead right. Appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much. Um, uh, obviously, a regular on this show. Great to have you back on air, and we'll talk to you again next Friday. A big part of our show and what we do. Um, Senator Susan McDonald, for the first time in 2023, thanks for being with us. Hey, thanks a lot, Ben. See you, see you next week. Catch up. Senator Susan McDonald. We'll take a break. Come back. Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network.